Welcome to Lanarcanum, the city of magic. Built around the Everspire, the city shimmers with arcane energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. And no one knows trouble better than a Lanarcanum high guard. The LAHG is comprised of several divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most convoluted cases in Lanarcanum. This is one such case. We rejoin our detectives for the thrilling conclusion of Ghost of a Chance. Let's jump back, uh, back into Lanarcanum, uh, with a quick recap. Uh, so, so far, our detectives have uh, joined forces with uh, Durango Broadbone, uh, a former High Guard detective, Jeff, a current uh, High Guard uh, officer, and a <laughs> rat woman from the sewers uh, who has had visions and helped the High Guard in the past. And uh, they have then split into two teams, with Mikhail going with those three additions and our traditional uh, crew of Illin, Bark, Aaron, and Aloe going to the Bright Steel headquarters. So we're with currently Mikhail and the guest team who are in deep in the Hazardous Toy Factory, where they are attempting to find out more about the Brightbots in order to rescue the Chief and others before, before their imminent executions at dawn. And uh, just as our, our um, detective and... Other investigators, uh, oh no, two, we got a couple of detectives. Just as our team is, is digging into the uh, the files down below, they hear echoing muffled, uh, the quiet but resonant voice, <laughs> resonant voice of resident Skip Skyseeker. Is it is it working? Oh, okay. Hello, Lan Arcanum. I'm, I'm Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5, with your emergency update. Madeline Grand has announced the official dissolution of the Black Inquisition, the Ombudsman's Guild, the Bright Steel Urban Mercenaries, the Street Guard, and the High Guard. All police matters will be handled by the newly formed Bureau of Urban Temporal and Telepathic Security, which Grand has appointed herself the director of, but apparently did not check the acronym. Those with inside knowledge of our citywide emergency earlier this year may have been hoping to hear from the members of the Criminal Sorcery Investigations Unit, Agents Boss, Gunn, and Machina. Unfortunately, I can now confirm that all three agents were seen entering the portal to Abracatraz only hours before the Brightbot takeover of Lan Arcanum, and I... I don't have any more explanation than that. I am Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5. Stay strong, Lan Arcanum. There was no good news in that. That was all mm. bad news. Yeah, well, um, no, I don't, I don't have anything, uh, no, I, for that. No, these are, this yes. is, things are looking pretty bleak. Frankly, I'm speechless. Yeah, this, Jeff? Is, this, this, this is terrible. It's awful. <coughs> Not good news. Well, be, oh, yeah, I can see, I can, see. yeah, do you have, um, did you find something else? Oh, other than the paper with the, 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 the modifications to the toys? Oh, Jeff, I, I was... It's very difficult to talk... Mm. Uh, sorry, Jeff, not you. I was trying to address our fourth friend, uh, Miss. You, Yeah, you. It's you. It's you. Oh, you oh, win. The You're the woman. winner. It's you who I'm talking to. You're talking to me. If I found anything. Did you find anything? Did you make any checks or perform any investigatory dice rolls? No, I was just hoping to enjoy the sewer smell with some friends. But if you want me to work for you for free, I suppose I can be compelled to... But before she can be compelled to do anything, you all hear a loud and imminent clattering. Or I can oh. go spend time with my friend here. And friend from the shadows at the edge of the room, at the corners of the room, emerge four <gasps> season all dolls. Vision pyramids embedded in their chests, glowing. They start to glow very, very faintly. And uh, all of the dolls have. Uh, they are they are not upgraded. They don't have steel or arrow chuckers or anything. They're just regular dolls, but they are strong and fast and terrible. And uh, it's four, oh no, four on four. Every season. The winter, oh no. spring, summer, and fall. The season of decay has always been my favorite. I'll take um, fall. You guys, are we just going to split them up by season? All right. So, uh, so I can't take the spring doll. Please, I, it's nothing. I, I guess to, winter, oh, Jeff. Axe? You better take winter. Oh no! Oh, does it have an axe? No, they, these are unarmed. Okay, they don't have. Right. The, they don't have the accessories. Uh, okay, sure. I'll take the winter doll. 
I'll. All right, uh, Durango, why don't you take summer? I'll, I'll take what's the leave? Spring? And Durango is already on his way across the room to uh, pick up the summer doll, just like <laughs> bodily. All right, give me that roll, Marty. All right. Give me that. Good, I don't good have I don't have any of Durango's stats, so hopefully that's, that's all right. good. Oh, but I can roll a nineteen. I'm gonna call that a success. So tell me, how does Durango uh, 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 defeat uh, his season all doll? I mean, Durango is a half giant, so he is he's he just is. he's very big and he's ma- he's got a lot of mass. So um, I don't, I'm not sure how these dolls usually attack, but I imagine that it it sort of jumps at him. Uh, expecting backup from its fellow dolls, and he just snatches it out of the air with a big hand, and uh, yeah, it's 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 like maybe <laughs> oh Scott, no, fighting at this, yeah, fighting at him, fighting at him, and uh, he he turns it over in his hand and uh, kind of peers into the the pyramid uh, to see if he can make anything of it. Uh, but then I assume like the thing punches punches at his face, right? It and, kicks and punches at him, right? And uh, and and he. Um, he sneezes and crushes it. And, uh, Excellent. And says, oh, oh, uh, whoops. Uh, oh, One oh, down. Sorry. Oh, my bad. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll jump to um, uh, Scott. I can see he's ready to tell us how our, our rat-like uh, seer deal, deals. It's amazing what other creatures live and die in the sewers no one knows and from her robes she pulls the arm of a rust monster one of the longer uh, tendrils oh my god and uh she 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 waggles it sort of toward the doll that's coming at her and and uh you know just just like she's gonna keep doing this and and it's gonna be the doll's fault that it runs into her fists right she, she <laughs> hangs out the claw and the doll that, that's charging at her it's I mean, rust monsters are big. They have big claws, right? It, 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 it clambers right into this thing, and then just kind of, like, uh, by the time it, it makes it to her, she's just covered in a, in a fine powder, she hopes. Let's hope. Let's see how it works out. Uh, she got a six, but I'm okay. sure she has advantage because she has a rust monster thing. She does not have advantage, so that is a failure on the scales of justice. Uh, the seasonal dolls are primarily mm-hmm. wood uh, oh, or porcelain. No. Primarily wood and porcelain. That's why they were going to have that steel plating added. That makes so uh, sense. It does, but if you live in the sewers, you may not be all that familiar with the seasonal dolls. Uh, well, she's uh, very familiar with the seasonal dolls, but she's not very familiar <laughs> with wood. Not a lot of that makes it long into the sewers. Very true. Uh, so as the as the seasonal doll clambers up and over the arm and and starts running yeah. right at her face. Um, you see uh, something fly uh, out of the air and smash it against the uh, far wall. And uh, it's just there's a pile of, of shattered uh, wood and splinters and things on the floor against that wall now. I have a vision. Some sort of Deus. Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> no, they said Deus is in, went through the... Uh, went through the Abracatraz. Uh, yeah, it's portal. not like you can just willy nilly go back and forth to Abracatraz. Oh no! That's false vision. vision. They're falsifying them now. That's terrible. Oh, did you hear? Oh yeah. Did you not? Um. Uh. She also hears uh, us. Actually, um. All four of our our intrepid explorers here. Dead specter. Dead specter. Do any of us have any idea what that is? No. Um, is this something that just happens on the surface world? Durango, it, 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 of all the people, it sounds most familiar to Durango. He's like, it, huh, it, sound, it, it's really it's really at the back of his mind. Like, there should be something he should be picking up from that. But he's it's just specter. Something close. Did you hear that? Is this what Anna was talking yeah. about hearing earlier? No. That uh, was creepy. I did not like that specter. at all. Uh, yeah, I... Sorry, everyone. I really feel like I should know what that is. Uh, let me think on it while we smash <laughs> these dolls. Okay, uh, Jeff. How is Jeff dealing with uh, with uh, the okay. winter seasonal so, doll? Yes, the winter one. I imagine it looks a lot like okay. an Elsa doll. I was going to think that it looks like one of those like boxy Santa things. Like, okay, but what Jeff does is that is the winter doll made of wood or porcelain? 
Um, I think various parts of it are made okay. of wood and various parts of porcelain. So whichever part you would like to be made of porcelain or wood, okay. you can so just Okay, so what Jeff does that is that because he knows how to mix noxious, or uh, I mean, you know, chemicals, he knows how to make coffee. Make coffee? So, he, make coffee. so uh, what he does is that um, he uh, grabs various different types of liquid off the shelf and he mixes it in a way and then he shakes the bottle up and he throws it at the seasonal doll and it it will cause the it should call cause the doll to um disintegrate or like combust or something like that or let's say disintegrate all right okay well give me that d20 roll let's see if jeff knows his stuff or not so So what that's not exactly what happens uh so jeff does grab some old uh, some old liquids and mix them together. Unfortunately, it's a little dark down here, and Jeff maybe has forgotten that it's a filing room they're in. So what he's effectively mixed is uh, several different wells of ink, uh, some whiteout, and what looks like maybe some <laughs> old like juice that's been down here for who knows how long. And so it coats the uh, the seasonal doll in a thin layer of ink and whiteout and juice, uh, but it does blind the seasonal doll effectively. Okay. The ink and the whiteout like uh, kind of dry quickly because they're so old, and so the seasonal doll flails. Uh, flails around blindly until it uh, oh, okay. smashes Excellent. itself into the wall. <laughs> Jeff goes, ha! We have been very... We have been very lucky. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Mikhail forgot that he had his own seasonal doll, so he pulls out the ominous-looking wand, and boy, he does not need it, with a 19. Mark that up. Uh, and he blasts it to smithereens with a blast of, uh, like, dark purple mm-hmm. uh, energy. Uh, which is not his usual color of energy, but you don't know that because you guys aren't that familiar with me, Kyle. Uh, so the thing gets blasted to splinters and uh, porcelain dust. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that's all four of them, right? Great, and uh, short enough, look, what this, this is an extremely uh, fortunate coincidence. And Mikhail holds up a folder uh, that uh, um, when... Jeff's doll ran into the wall. He uh, knocked a uh, it knocked a folder off the top of a filing cabinet uh, marked seasonal dolls, and it contains a list of defects and uh, you know parts and and things necessary to build a seasonal doll. And uh, with some quick reading and deciphering of uh, corporate jargon, uh, you find out well not really deciphering but uh, explaining uh, the seasonal dolls are vulnerable to high pitched noise such as a young child's laughter or a high woodwind. Such a noise causes acute conflagrant disassembly. Oh, we rescued the wrong pointless NPC. <laughs> acute, <laughs> acute conflagrant disassembly. That's a very clever way to dis- uh, say this thing that it does. Well, explode. Yeah, that is what I would have put too, but I guess this is sort yeah. of a corporate well, record. They don't want to like be well, that explicit. I- I don't know. I used to. That's how they used to market these things. Well, everyone's gone soft in these days. Of course they did. You know, I have so many problems with that. Every yeah, multiple parts of that. Yeah, I, know? I think I'm beginning to come around to to see what your what your problem is with these dolls, Mikhail. Because the laughter of children, like that's Thank you, that's Jeff. exactly gonna set it off. You know, because they're so much fun. It is. It- <laughs> Well, yeah, but certainly there's definitely a danger here. This is not that. Well, anyway, let's quick. Let's get back uh, to the to the carriage to William H Macy and prepare to meet uh, our friends when they uh, return right. themselves. And so we cut away from our our exciting uh, adventures and turn back to our trusty inspectors, our, our detectives, our former high guard officers, because they've, uh, you know, they also hear the news. Uh, as they arrive, it was a much quicker journey to the toy factory than it is to the uh, Wright Steel headquarters. They've had to dodge uh, a lot of patrolling guards and uh, no bright bots, thankfully, but a lot of uh, Bright Steel uh, characters in the vicinity of the headquarters patrolling. And so they, they just hear Skip's uh, message about the dissolution of all the various branches of uh, police uh, agencies when they arrive at Bright Steel headquarters. Um... <coughs> And they see. So I imagine oh. they, yeah, we walk up. Uh, well, we, we're scoping out the door. Uh, are there any guards posted outside? So there, there's a pair of guards up there. Um, a sort of a small, large-headed elf and a very tall, lanky half-giant. Uh, so uh, um, uh, Durango size, but much thinner. Ah, uh, hey, remember when we were adventures, Brian? Uh, the Bright Steel Adventuring Company? Yes, Pinkerton. How I long for that life now. Well, 
What are we going to do tonight, Brian? The same thing we do every night, Pinkerton. Guard this door and hope none of those creepy dolls show up. So Pinker Pinkerton and Brian are uh, Bright Steel uh, characters guarding this, the entrance to the Bright Steel headquarters. Excellent. Um. Uh, all right. So I I would um. I would say so. This is this is the plan that Aaron laid out on the the way here, uh, and it's basically that. Uh, Aaron and Bark, because we're the only ones in the uniform, are members of the MatBat public eye. Uh, we have caught word, because they were staging operations in our town, uh, of the the successful test of this uh, of pyramid. And the MatBat public eye, of course, being very interested in pre precognition, uh, is, uh, is, is ready to review the results of this test uh, and uh, take it back to roll out in MatBat. And uh, you, the the rest of the the crew are uh, here to help uh, carry the research and uh, make sure we get all the notes we need to have a successful rollout in MatPad. Yeah, that sounds perfectly reasonable to me. Uh, now wait a minute, Pinkerton, hold up, MatPad. Yes. Public Eye. I've never heard of any of this. What are you? It's going to take more than a few fancy words to let you into Brightsteel headquarters. Oh, of course. No, you you wouldn't have heard of the public eye. We're more for seeing than for talking. We don't have a public relations unit. We see what the public does. You've got the word public right in your name, and you're, you're hidden and secretive? Yes, now you're starting to get our aesthetic. Your aesthetic is puns or, or irony or something. Yes, a sort of creeping irony, like an unblinking eye looking over your shoulder. It's meant to make you think in a way that makes you feel a little uncomfortable. Is it working? I'm certainly uncomfortable, but that's just because Pinkerton here is drooling on me. Oh, sorry. Oh, Brian. Uh, um, did you, did I miss, did you show Brian and Pinkerton your papers? Uh, no, this Marty? is, this is a good time. So like at this point. It feels like a good time to show yeah, them Yeah, the Aaron, Aaron. Uh, or, or make a, or make some other kind of roll. Uh, no, I, th I think that's, uh, that's a good enough time. Actually, Aaron is just going to, uh, he's going to flash the, um, like the seal and the ID part. And um, because, you know, it's like, it, it was an official MatPat document. Like it has some fairly impressive looking hard to forge holograms on it that 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 shows that like some organization did put some work into this brian snatches that again <laughs> let me see this and he starts like reviewing it carefully you can tell that he is uh gonna be pretty tricky to uh convince and he starts going into the minutia and he like pulls out a handbook with like a list of you can tell like there you can see over his shoulder there's like a list of seals and he's like looking for one to compare it to uh and that's when uh uh yarf uh or, i'm sorry Pinkerton. Uh, grabs the paper out of town. Oh, this looks exactly right. I think there's no reason we shouldn't let them in here. Let me just open the... And he trips and uh, shreds the paper into uh, several large strips and it drops into a puddle where it is just melts away into pulp. Oh, sorry, Brian. And uh, Aaron lets out just like... Uh, he, he His face doesn't change, but he just lets out this like very authoritarian, slow sigh that like... <sighs> no, no, no! Please, please! You know, I, I, I understand. I, I have to deal with this kind of incompetence every day. So please. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That was not a sigh of impatience on my part. It's more of sympathy. I don't know if you've ever had to secure one of those documents, but when the five why questions come up in my eventual interrogation when i need to explain why my official documentation was destroyed by a pair of buffoonery guards here in well, anarchanum well they'll be oh, bringing the five whys to you and without the proper training well hmm. There's no need for all of this hubbub. I I reviewed your document well enough before it was utterly destroyed by my incompetent partner. You're welcome to go in and, and do your business. Very good, but I would suggest maybe looking for a new line of work sometime in the next 72 hours. Oh, well, well what are we going to do tomorrow night, Brian? <laughs> I don't know, Pinkerton. I'll think of something. 
And so you enter Brightsteel headquarters with no more fanfare than uh, than any anyone else stepping into a building, which they have full permission to enter. Uh-huh. Works really well. Works. <laughs> <laughs> off of that edge. Uh, so, um. You've got you. You guys know exactly where the bright steel vault mm-hmm. is, of course. Mm-hmm. Having having done uh, having done this already, um, but when you arrive, um, it has a uh, brand new shiny magical ward uh, built right on top of it uh, to prevent exactly this kind of uh, mishap. Uh, you know, when 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 uh, when someone came and took a look and they said. Better add some extra security here. I just I have a bad feeling about this. We're just going to layer a little bit of extra security on top of the vault. So it now has a, uh, uh, with a quick flick of his finger, Aaron determines it is a sort of resonant, uh, uh, heavy duty magical war. It is not going to get bypassed uh, by any okay. old trick. It's a very specific tricks, I suspect. But does that mean it came back from the dead? Resonance haunt the graveyards at night. I think those are rev- revenants. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that. that That's good. Bad. I was really nervous. Woo. Uh, so, so yeah. If uh, Aaron Aaron thumps it, uh, can he can he detect the frequency of uh, th- that this uh, this field resonates at? Oh boy! I'll tell you what. Go ahead and roll that dice, but I'm gonna tell you it's gonna be a tough ask. Hmm. All right. Sorry, everybody, for the scales of justice. Uh, what what uh, am I rolling here? I just rolled d twenty with your perform uh, yeah. bonus. Yeah, he used to be able to know. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know it's a pretty high. He used to be able to know with his history of like music uh, and stuff like that. I think he has perfect pitch. Okay. Oh, that's what that's what the perf- well, that's what the perform bonus represents okay. is his history of music. But yeah, what he's trying to do is overcome magic with a penny whistle. Yeah, I. I so we're just gonna take a peek. That's, that's fair. Um. I, with my performance bonus, I rolled a total of right. 14, 14. That is not, not, not going to do it. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. So that's a failure on the scale. That's the highest right, failure so. we've ever had. A 14 that just <laughs> didn't quite, wasn't quite up to snuff. Um, but of course, we always get something out of our failures, even when they're mm-hmm. unfortunate. Uh, so what Aaron discovers is that this is not, uh, it, it is... It is not going to be overcome with uh, any amount of sound, uh, no matter the frequency, no matter the volume. It's going to take it's going to take uh, either some sort of uh, magical uh, application, or I mean, the password would do it, but you guys don't have the password, or some other sort of like brute force. I mean, you can either you can either overcome it by un, sort of unraveling the spell. Mm-hmm. You could overcome it with the password if you had it, or you could overcome it with some other sort of brute force. Alice says, uh, oh, did you guys say my method. name? Uh, brute force, did you say my name? Uh, what Aloe does is um, she takes Aloysius <laughs> and uh, she takes her out and um, what does she do? She, I think she, she goes to the end of the hallway and then she gets a running start and she just starts charging like Boom. All right. Give me that. Give me that D20 roll. I think you add five. Uh, Her strength is four. Oh, proficiency bonus of two. So actually six. Jeez, a Oh, sorry. Isn't proficiency bonus two at level one? Uh, No. Proficiency. uh, Well, yes, it is. But um, uh, the strength is bonus is three. Okay. So do add plus five, five? not plus six. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. Add five to your roll. Total of five to your roll. His first level characters uh, using standard ray with plus five is, is going to be the, on okay. the things we are awesome to Scott knows everybody's character sheets uh-huh. except for mine, and I, okay, I got a seventeen. I have mine around here somewhere. So it's got twenty-two. Woo! Wowzers! Okay, so describe the spectacular manner with which uh, Aloe and Aloysius okay, shattered says, this um, magical well, ward. At the end of the hallway, you can kind of hear her mumbling, talking to uh, Aloysius. She's like, "Okay." um... It's my first time using you, okay? Martha's back in uh, Lanark. Can- well, she's she, she's she's Martha. Martha's at the station, okay. I want you two to get along, so I want you to have something cool to tell her, okay? And so she takes the charge. And Aaron, 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 while she's talking, Aaron's like trying to figure out how she's gonna come running at it, and like keeps shuffling Ellen <laughs> and Mark like different sides of the hallway, like not quite sure which way is gonna be more dangerous. Yeah, Ilan's seeing an array of exciting magical auras and like power yeah, source and lines and, and, and all Aaron kinds just of keeps things. Like, mm, mm, 
boy, all kinds of cool stuff. And then that's when oh, Aloe comes tearing down the hallway. And she has like spinning, you know, so it has the torque too. And then oh, it goes, perfect. and then it's. And with a, oh yeah. Oh yeah, so perfect. I love it. I love it. It, 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 it shatters in the best, in the way that magic, mm-hmm. in the way that only magic can. It, she hits it, the whole thing, a wave, a ripple passes through the entire thing. And then it shatters into a bunch of lines that go and spin, and then the lines disintegrate into dust. Awesome! And then Aloe goes, "Oh, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so proud of you." Which dissolves. She kisses no it, dust. and it's like steaming a little bit. She's like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. I love, I love every, I love every single part of that thing that has happened. So, um, the bright seal right. vault. There it is. Perfectly open, mm-hmm. and nothing else up with it. Uh-oh. Boy, we've been really successful. It's been uh, fun. Aaron, Aaron, uh, yeah. cast detect magic on it. Uh there's no more magic around it. You just don't see any more uh, magic or in no and or around the right sea of vault. That was the only the, the magical ward. No, the magical ward traps. was the only magic around the vault or in no the vault or traps. under the vault or above the vault. Uh, the oh, okay, it doesn't detect traps. But you guys That's have been here before. They added the ward. Like you know how to get into the vault now that mm. the ward is gone yeah aloe knows how to pick the lock and then aaron knows to lock the door <laughs> after we go inside i'm not even gonna make you roll for picking the lock because you've already done it before you know how it's done so click it opens and clink you hear oh, and an alarm starts blaring a loud clanky mechanical alarm i was purring for a second i got excited i have a six-year-old sleeping in the house so it is very quiet sounding but okay. it's, it's a stage Brrr. It's very loud in the world. It's loud in the world. Oh, what a, yeah, what sure. a weird but unsettling alarm. And uh, <laughs> we yeah, we all shuffle in and Aaron closes and locks the door. Are we inside or outside? Uh, so you guys behind are, us. Okay. Great. They're inside the vault. I, being deafened by the okay. clamor of the alarm. This oh, is so really lock, locking fun. the door did not turn it off. No, it did not. Excellent. And you're pretty sure it's still echoing outside the vault too, but it's definitely Aloe's echoing like, okay, exceedingly loud in here. Okay, let's just get the file. I have uh, Aloysius. We'll just fight our way out. I'm ready this time. It's- <laughs> Aaron's like, what? <laughs> if anyone hasn't made a skill check yet, now will be the time okay, to try uh, and find that important plus file. Plus three for perception, all right? Uh, I will say that Aloe has made a roll? made an attack roll, which I'm going to count as the same thing. I think there's one person here who hasn't made a skill check or an attack roll or any kind of check since you've been to Brightsville headquarters. Okay. Absolutely right. There is one person here who hasn't made any sort of check. Bark. 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 Yeah, you you mm-hmm. are just all over it, Scott. Yep. All right, so. Yep. So, so uh, Officer Bark, uh, being the senior most <laughs> officer on the scene, and uh, knowing True. that, that uh, this, this ear-curdling yelp, that, that uh, is even higher pitched somehow at dog frequencies. Like, you guys have no yeah. idea. Like, you can't hear each other, but, like, Bark's entire life and universe is just corralled and destroyed. And so, uh, Bark, in the elephant speaking voice that Bark once spoke with, is. <laughs> and, uh, in, internally, the little monologue, like, the alarm? I don't know how to desolate the alarm, but I do know where these files are. I can smell <laughs> guilt a mile away. Out just the right file. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, she doesn't. Nope, nope, nope. She finds bacon uh, with an eight. Okay, so Bark uh, indeed uncovers uh, a, a small. Uh, uh, what do you wrap things when you don't have Tupperware? Um, wooden slide box mm-hmm. full of bacon, and she, and she snuffles the box open and finds it full of well-preserved bacon, delicious, fresh. Whoever has been setting up the mechanical okay. alarm must have left it here. Um, but, uh, uh, well, not Bark, probably, but, um, Illin, uh, hears, uh, something ominous, even over the racket, even over the din of the alarm. And you see a, um, a piece of paper float down. It was upstairs. It was up somewhere and you see it just sort of like shuffle off the edge of the shelf and float down right into Ilan's hands. Or right at their feet. There's a paper down here! I found it with my magical doodad! It's, <laughs> it has words on it! They're written in common! I can tell! Um, it's, it says, 
Hold on. I read slow. Give me a second. Don't rush me. The vision pyramids embedded in Brightbots have no magical or physical vulnerabilities, but they cannot see anything in ultraviolet or indeed regular violet. Do any of you guys know someone named Violet? I think we need a friend named Violet. They can't see people named Violet. Look. <laughs> what? Allo takes the paper uh, and, and reads at, it. At that point, in human words, Allo says, "Oh, uh, uh, they're, they're not physically or magically um, vulnerable, but they can't see anything in ultraviolet or regular violet light." What? <laughs> what? Clang, 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 clang. The alarm is still blaring. Just. <sighs> Definitely loud in this Aaron, can, vault. Aaron looks around like, can we see where the alarm is or, or track the sound? Uh, sure, it's right by the door. Oh. What if we Aaron, sneak back out? Aaron, Aaron, uh, like, uh, I, assume, I assume it's like a bell with a hammer. Aaron grabs the hammer yeah. of the bell. Perfect. Ow. It hurt you hurt yeah. your hand, but it, it does stop it uh, clanging so loudly. And he just like hangs his whole weight on it and and bends it down and like pulls it out. Okay, off. perfect. So now it's just clunking oh. awkwardly against the side of the vault. But it's much quieter. So I was, I was saying, we need to find someone named Violet. I, I, I think I think people named Violet or, or perhaps Valencia or or Ulteria? Ulteria Violet? They don't get seen. Aaron takes it and also reads it. So now we've all read it. Okay, so everyone has read the thing, which mm-hmm. uh, which we all know what it says. So, what's your mm-hmm. next step, officers? Aaron, you have a disguise kit. Can you disguise mm-hmm. me as a violet? Uh, uh, and at that moment, that the vault door swings open, and you see a violet? pair of you see a pair of seasonal dolls. Um, summer and winter. Uh, no, actually, this is perfect, Marty, um, because um, the seasonal dolls make direct mm-hmm. eye contact with Illin and Aloe, and uh, as they're looking at you, they seem to look right past okay. Aaron and Bark. All right. And they launch um, themselves Aloe, at you. Uh, she just waits for it, and she just hits him like a baseball bat. Right? Can I do that? All right. Perfect. All right. Yeah, sure. Give me, give me a tackle for that one. Lots of attack rolls. 15, that's a success in the scales of justice. You smash that doll to pieces. And, uh, and Illin, what happens What happens with you and your seasonal doll? That's, that's an excellent question. I think, uh, I mean, traditional attacks are fun and all, but that's kind of <laughs> Hallow's thing. Um, uh, Illin, I think, uh, having had lots of experience uh, riding things, even yes. tiny things like dogs right. and uh, cats, you know, dire cats and dire rats and, and basically uh, hippos, right? Uh, Ellen did, in fact, uh, convince um, William H. Macy to, to let her ride the hippos on the way back to Leonard Cannon, mm-hmm. even though it didn't work on the way there. So, uh, oh boy. Uh, obviously, Ellen's uh, uh, solution to this problem is, is to ride the doll. Great. So... How about just a dexterity check? With, well... Could, could, could we do uh, acrobatics? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. That'll work. You can. I, I'll, I'll see that. I see that for Fraylin. For yeah, give me acrobatics. Or animal check. handling? Animal handling is not going to work on this no? one. No? No, Does the dolls have a little too much intelligence. No, uh, yeah. Well, uh, luckily I'm not trained in acrobatics or athletics, so uh, here we go! Excellent. Here we go! That's, uh, I'm 11. I'll take it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> that's some kind of that's some kind of stunting you're doing. So, Ilan hops on what the shoulders of one of these dolls, which I'll remind you are about Ilan's size. They're about two and a half feet tall. So I think it's about where Ilan clocks in. And, uh, so so yeah. together they are about the height of a child of a human child. <laughs> right. If only you had a trench coat you could wear, you could get into any movie you wanted to. <laughs> Ilan uh, is, is uh, Felix Statuesque being, a, you know, closer, so much closer to the height of most of the other officers. And uh, she, she she finds that all she has to do is think of committing crimes in a direction. And the dog <laughs> skitters one way or scares the other. exactly what it does. At some point, it's, it's handcuffed her legs to it. And so now if she wants to get off at some point, it's going to be a real bad deal. Because she's under arrest. But... Uh, she goes about the same speed, speed mm-hmm. so it's, you know, it's, 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 it's like okay for now. 
Oh okay, God. perfect. So Ilan is now riding a seasonal doll just permanently. She's become a cyborg. Notice. Okay. Well, uh, great. Um, you notice, Ilan, that the seasonal doll, um, without careful direction, might run into uh, Aaron or Bark. Uh, like it kind of instinctually avoids Aloe, but you it runs right into Bark once, and Bark kind of grumbles and uh, like steps out of the way and, and Sorry, girl. I, I just I, I, I try to hide on this I, I just uh, okay I'll, I'll think about um, stealing something else. Uh, there's a kitchen there's a kitchen across from the prison I'm gonna steal the food and the, the, there the, goes the <laughs> yeah okay so uh, presumably you guys follow yeah. suit and leave leave the bright seal headquarters uh, yeah, we're we're gonna follow um, Aaron. Aaron, as he goes, is gonna be working with his disguise kit to mm-hmm. try and uh, get something purple for Aloe, uh, and if we can catch up to uh, drape a purple cloak over uh, the the Illin droid. <laughs> um, so you you catch up, uh, and you all end up in uh, uh, you all end up gathered outside the uh, the carriage uh, that that you all rode here, and you meet up with your other uh, would be allies. Mm-hmm. Temporary allies, eh, friends, sure, contacts. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we, we have we swap, very swap important intel. information about the seasonal dolls and about how they can be uh, defeated and destroyed. And I've got bad news, uh, all of you. Uh, something I told you so. I, anyway, the dolls can't see purple. I'm sorry, they can't see. They can't see purple? the color violet. They just can't see it. Like, well. Okay, sure. I, that seems perfectly reasonable to me. I why not? It's a <laughs> stupid toy from a stupid company, so that's great. What did you learn? Oh, uh, they can be destroyed by, by child, children's laughter or high woodwinds. So yeah. extremely yeah, dangerous. Like, yeah, it high, doesn't make sense to you. Like something division. about these dolls just—they're just rubbing me the wrong way now. High, <laughs> high pitch noises you, like. Like and Aaron, Aaron pulls mm-hmm. out the penny whistle and kind of looks around to make sure that they're alone by the cart. No and one is paying attention to Aaron. No one is seeing him do this except for maybe uh, uh, Bark. And, so yeah, so Ellen, Ellen is, I imagine, just like Ellen is like running circles with the thing underneath her. Ellen, you've got to get down from there. And Aaron, Aaron Never. just starts like, oh no, it explodes <laughs> like violently and in a small burst of fire. And Ellen gets sent, uh, you know, about twenty feet. Uh, off to the side and sort of skitters, scuttles, uh, slides across the stone. Quick, sing the Hazardous Toy like, theme song. Duck and cover and roll when you're on fire. Duck and cover and roll when you're on fire. Oh my gosh. Well, this is... <laughs> it's Hazardous Toys. Sorry, I didn't want to like... I know I'm just kind of like the the driver, but did you guys say that it violet can't see... Or the, these, these vision like, pyramids can't technical. see purple? Yeah. Violet or ultraviolet. Well, you know, uh, 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 Jessica mm-hmm. tossed in that whole crate of these costumes, right? What? Did? Yeah, she she said uh, she said Francine told her to get rid of them, mm-hmm. uh, just to send them off to Lanarkanum to like to be laundered. So I I wasn't planning to launder them because like the whole city's under siege. But I didn't oh, argue with her. They're stowed in the undercarriage uh, where the luggage like, goes. From my own personal preference. I mean. I'm not taking them to the lawn, oh, okay. lawn, laundry right, so place because, like, the whole city's under siege. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron is helping Illin into the thing and and casts <laughs> heal because he feels bad for blowing up Illin. Oh yeah, Yikes. for sure. Uh, oh, yeah, Illin's boy. Illin's okay. Your whistle sounds really deep when you cast heal. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's that's just <laughs> the effect is. that when you're when you're being healed, it sounds like that. The rest of us just hear a whistle. Oh, perfect. Okay, so now you're all outfitted mm-hmm. in just ugly purple jumpsuits. Um, there wasn't one big enough for Durango, so he's sort of got, like, one tighter... He's got one on his pants, and one tied around his shoulders okay. like a cape, like a scarf or a cloak or something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. over his black raven feather cloak. Love Perfect. It. Great. What a sight we are. It is surprising that they were... They, they are fit all of us. Except for Durango. I'm sorry that, you know, that's not fair to you, but... Uh, oh, no, I, I really guess like... I just don't make them this big in Matt Bet. Yeah, but that's like seven out of yeah, eight. And so we all, eight uh, out of nine if we count with the, the, uh, the hippop- uh, Not the hippopotamus, yeah. but the carriages. 
in slow motion, just for a little bit. Just because y'all look so cool. I like this. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we all... There, there's a long mm. line of us, uh, Durango, right in the Durango behind us, like looming over uh, Mikhail and Ilan and Bark in the very front, uh, and everyone else is sort of in a perfect line, just in slow motion, marching ominously. Um, Marty, uh, sorry, Aaron, sorry, Marty, Aaron, uh, you see Aaron give a little quick whistle and something blows up behind you in the background. Nobody, <laughs> but yeah, nobody turns cool. around to look at it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you all. You all board the carriage. Okay, Bark, that's... <laughs> Slow motion. Like, like little blast bits of bacon coming out. Oh, yeah. Great. Wunderbar. Uh, okay, so you all you all uh, pile onto the uh, cart. Uh, so we're going to the Everspire, right? That's where oh, the yeah. executions are being held. Yeah, we got, we got the chief to save. And other people, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's go save some lives. Let's maybe take the city back from these creepy dolls. That's fun! <laughs> I only got a lot uh, burned! They're extremely creepy. I'm really glad that we had to change the clothes, because all my clothes burned up. Well, you know what, Elon? I think it's a good opportunity for you to maybe in the future buy a new pair of overalls and, like, a new shirt and some new boots. What? Won't that be fun? And you can dirty them up right away in the very, in the very same loving way that you have done to the old ones. Why? I've, I've, I've got new clothes right here. The, the, the purple jumpsuit that you are wearing. Yeah, but why, why <laughs> did I have more than one pair of clothes? But that, okay. That just... Sure, well, I, we'll I, talk I, about this later. You can't wear them both at the same time. Well, why would you? You can't, that's right. You make a fine, you make a fine point. And as, as you, you try and talk Ilan into the concept of uh, outfits and closets and, you know, <laughs> ch- chests of drawers... Uh, you, you pull up to the edge of the clearing in which the Everspire stands, the sort of town circle in the middle of Lanarkanum, from which the infinitely tall Everspire uh, thrusts into the sky uh, infinitely high. You can't ever see the top of it. So, and you see already the st- wooden stage erected, the stockade set up, and uh, the top brass of the Lanarkanum uh, police agencies already bolted down. There's uh, probably several hundred bright bots uh, arrayed in a big circle around the stage, and uh, Madeline Grand herself is standing on standing there, uh, looking uh, grim but also looking triumphant. And there's a hooded executioner as well. I think we get another slow mo shot of all of us in a line walking towards the stage, just like. Pa- walking past these fields of bots oh. that are not seeing us at all. Everyone, I, so like, yes. like people are turning to look and they're like, what, is, perfect. The, what is the purple? Who are these? Is that going to have like three finger finger gloves? What? What is? What is happening? What? Yeah. So there, there are crowds of people. Uh, uh, the, the the dolls have formed. The bright bots have stormed, formed a, a cordon uh, surrounding the stage to make sure that people don't get close. And yes, and you guys walk emerge from the crowd like in a, in a semicircle and you walk right through this field of, of, of seasonal dolls of these bright bots uh, you know for Ilan and, and Mikhail and Park it's it's like walking through a wax museum of yeah. porcelain and wooden dolls and for everyone else it's like walking through a field of uh, deadly halflings uh, and they just they do not respond they do not react in any way to you not even to Durango and you all uh, end up standing right in front of the stage I cannot believe it. Hey, Madeline. What up, Ma- what up, Mads? Hi, hi, the High Guard. I'm Ellen. Yeah. No, I see. Uh, wow. Well, well done. Uh, you really honestly surprised me that you yeah. managed to <laughs> sort of sort all of that out. But... Oh, the... Well, the, don't, don't worry, Madeline. <laughs> yeah. The show's not over. Yeah, it's definitely not over yet because I and she sort of snaps and the executioner raises his axe and he is standing right by the chief because I'm going to execute your chief if and you Aaron move at all. <gasps> Perfect and suddenly <laughs> just pillars of fire leap up from behind. You know the scene in V for Vendetta where V's standing on the roof and toward the end and there's just pillars of explosions and these things just just. Uh, and, and Madeline stumbles back many, many feet, and the executioner drops their axe and uh, oh, actually, no. like, leaps off the stage, away from the stage. And uh, um, 
you guys just mount the stage and I presume surround Madeline Grand as this as ash and and specks of porcelain <laughs> dust uh, sort like of doll hands and doll, doll hands yeah so we've got some heavier things falling but the porcelain dust uh, kind of catches oh, the light as dawn crests in the background the sun rises uh, the ash has sort of settled on the ground and the porcelain is still falling the sun catches it it just the whole scene glitters as you as you free the chief and uh, the other brass yeah. of the land arcanum the land arcana police departments and you you we have a scene as in uh uh the knight's tale or the avengers film where you're all uh th- we're looking up at all okay. of you as you kind of look down uh that's from the night tale as you look down uh you come into the circle and each of you put your head in and we cut to madeline who sort of like opens her eyes oh yeah and uh what do we say i'm in a we lot say, of trouble uh, aren't i madeline you you done messed up. I, I don't know. <laughs> that was yeah. That okay, would have been Madeline, a lot you know, more. That would have been really a lot more dramatic. Judge right now, okay. And then so we'll have a lot of time. Well, I'll have a one-liner for you when you get out, which is long time from now. Mikhail is really good at coming up with one-liners later and writing them into our reports. Well, no, I add them as notes. I do not pretend yeah. as though we said. And William H Macy kicks her in the head, just not not like oh, super no. terribly violently, but just just hard enough to knock her out. She she just uh, her head lolls to the side. Whoa. Oh yeah, sorry. Just boy, howdy! I cannot stand that lady. Uh, she did kidnap Mickey oh, like yeah, a week bad. ago. I'm I'm not really over it. Yeah, uh, I wasn't super pleased. Uh, hey, you're not about in, you're that. not in trouble with us. Okay. Oh, yeah, you guys aren't police officers, right? And that's when the chief uh, stands up. Oh, mm-hmm. or I guess ex-chief? Uh, she sort of shapeshifts a f- few times. She was in sort of a humanoid, uh, kind of a burly uh, human woman form. But she shapeshifts a few times and settles herself down on Minotaur. Oh, we did I it. Mean, did what can I say, it? everybody? No, no, no. No saluting. I'm not your chief today. I'm I'm just an ordinary citizen like you and I owe you my life. I, there's no more to be said no. than that. Thank you. Thank you all. Yeah. We did it for Never you. Let anything we did it for the city. Happen to you, chief. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate Well, yeah, sorry, Ilan. You clearly were going to say something important. I was just agreeing with everybody. I was just going to say, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate the yeah. That's a good yeah. Thanks. I, I try to contribute. Yeah. Oh, she's definitely gonna. She's that's in a gonna grand lose. amount of trouble. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get. Okay, all right. Uh, really, you should leave those to me, Kyle. That's it's gonna look better as a note on the report. Grand, really, he's gonna grand have theft arcanum. Okay. Grand uh, theft arcanum. Grand theft Ar- Oh, grand theft arcanum is pretty good. That would have been a good name for a, a sort of summary of the, our your adventures today. I suspect grand theft arcanum would have been a great oh, name well, for that. Well, I mean, we, we gotta put her on trial for something. That's a good point. So, uh, uh, players, what are we putting Madeline Grand on trial for? She's she's committed a whole series of crimes allegedly, mm-hmm. and what what are we gonna try and uh, get her? convicted yeah, so, for so i imagine there's there's a whole montage we we like help commissioner axehart up since since the bright sure. steel are the only police force with authority now yeah. uh, the no, bright, the bright steel and they got were disbanded as well oh everything was disbanded but only the only the bureau of urban techno uh urban the, the temporal and telepathic security uh are and in, so so yeah what we see is like the former heads of all of these law enforcement organizations right. come together there's a lot of animated talking the only thing you can make out in in their like you know there's like a music swelling over it and people are moving their mouths silently the only thing you can see is that they keep saying butts over and over like that's the one and uh and they they work together and we see them like uh take take madeline grand and and lock her away and there's negotiations about like who is going to actually do the prosecuting and like we see like the ombudsman's guild sign goes back up and and like like slowly (laughs) things get reinstated all right so let's actually before before we see things being reinstated let's 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 uh jump right ahead to the jury right ahead to the the trial uh madeline grand 
accused of a number of counts of things. I think uh, Grand Theft Arcanum. Grand Theft Arcanum uh, is the primary uh, uh, charge. Yeah. Any others? Uh, misusing the seasons. Perfect. Mis- mis- be, uh, um, misappropriation of children's playthings. Or something like that. I feel like Monopoly. Okay, yeah. Uh, Monopoly. Monopoly. Uh-huh. Yep. A guild crime. Yep. Um, of, of, of course, we, we have to get her for uh, misuse of visions and divine interventions. Sure, I think yeah. you guys have that before. I, I would, yeah, divination without a license. Kidnapping, divination without a license, yeah, perfect. Uh, wait, okay. wait, we have kidnapping. Oh, Plenty kidnapping. of kidnapping. A, a classic, a classic. Now, we have already convicted... Oh, but that was with the map bat jury system. We did convict uh, uh, someone else of kidnapping. Oh, oh collusion. Collusion with outside, um, oh, outside oh, land arcanum yes. people. Collusion. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just straight up, straight up treason against land arcanum. Yes. Treason. Great. Yes. Perfect. Madeline okay. Monday. Oh. That's what that is. Okay. Great. So she's being. She's being. Okay. She's mad about it. And mad about it. Grand old time. Okay. All right. So uh, you, our Twitch jury, uh, our Twitch viewers, are now our jurors, and we need you to tell us, is Madeline Grand guilty of these crimes, or somehow innocent? Uh, it's up to you. You have the power, truly. Uh, give us a, a guilty or yay, or use the vote yay emoticon in Twitch, if you think she's guilty, or if you somehow think we haven't brought enough evidence, uh, I would recommend you listen to the last episode, but... Is there enough evidence? You think she's innocent? Give us a, a nay, an innocent. I use that vote nay emoticon. And we've got, what, a minute and a half on the clock? A little less now, counting down? Give us, give us, give us, say, 60 seconds this time. How about 90? 90, perfect. And while we're counting down... Uh, Scott, I'd like you to. I'd like you to let me know what the scales of justice look like, if you could. Ah, they, they, uh, you know, they, they don't look as good as I'd like them to. I, I, I really wish uh, I could have gotten like some spinning d twenties or some better okay, animations. Now, so don't how, what is our ratio? Up, you did a great job. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, tonight. We have four failures and five successes. Wow, Speaker. I felt like we rolled so many more dice than that. But great, that's a good ratio. We did it. We nailed it. We did. Uh, we we didn't um, count multiple failures for the same roll. Like, uh, if, if, if you failed and used a thing to succeed, do we count? I counted as just as, 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 as failure and success? Uh, I trust your count, Scott. Right. I trust the logic and the reasoning that you use to count the failures and successes. So, while wow, wow. home exercise for those who are watching on YouTube, uh, figure <laughs> out what the real score was. Oops. Let us let us know. Yeah. Somehow, tweet, uh, tweet us at DNDSVU. Let us know. Um, but, uh, assuming that we got it right, which of course we did, um, while while you all are uh, watching the various heads of uh, former former heads of police agencies deal with uh, Madeline, uh, you hear all of you all all of our uh, high guard uh, core crew, Ilan and Bark and Aaron and Aloe and Mikhail, hear. And you see a flash of something gray from an alley at the out of the corner of your eye. Oh yeah. I feel like it's getting less coherent mm-hmm. and more like an ominous future thread. More decoherent? We should investigate and see what it is in the alley, I think, right? Yeah, like so it's Aaron, some sort of ghost. Aaron steps down from the stage and kind of peers, peering into the darkness, trying to see what's going on, heading towards it. Yes. Okay, uh, I assume we all follow suit? Yeah. Mikhail certainly does. Uh, so you approach the alley... Uh, carefully, and you see this uh, a gray figure sort of at the back of the alley, swaying slightly. It moans again. And then seems to collapse to the ground. The cloak slides away as this figure sort of lies up against the wall. And you recognize even from far away the face of Vata Bosek, the Red Fletcher. He has a grievous wound in his side. Poisoned. Whoa, dude. Uh, and you hear a voice again, and you realize now that it's inside your own minds. Uh, oh, 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 oh you, see, you've been mumbling. I, I feel like I can't quite... That explains my irritant ratkin, not common. Oh. Help me. I don't think, I don't know that she, so she did just followed us not knowing, because I don't, the, the matches did not go into the. No, she didn't follow various. us. She was already in the creepy dark alley. She's a creepy dark alley. 
She Perfect. just comes out from the side. Uh, detectives, help me. Uh, Aaron, Aaron goes and uh, tries to help him up, but he can't. He can't cure him because he's out of level one spells. Well, it's a pretty serious poison. I don't think. I don't think Aaron carries a lot of uh, poison curing uh, magic. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, I know an herbal remedy. Um, uh, dirt's good. Uh, no. Um, uh, oh, I can get somebody. Um, uh. Hell, that's right. Uh, and and uh, Ellen hops on the bark and, and tramples back, uh, looking for some sort of healer. There's plenty of people in the crowd. You know, everyone comes out for good execution, uh, even a bad execution. Even a bad, even a bad execution. There were a number of people here, um, and uh, <laughs> sure enough, uh, the doctor in the house. Yeah, doctor. <laughs> yeah Aaron. Aaron uh, waves Al over uh, to to help carry him out of the alley. Uh, do you guys sort it's, of yeah it's cool. the, uh, he's he's super bad but like something uh, is going on oh are you guys do you all need some help and it is sure enough somehow uh, oh, standing oh, amongst oh. the lamp posts oakfoot uh i'm pretty handy with the druidic uh, sylvan nature magic well, and uh since those scales of justice tree. Well, that's prejudicial to say. Uh, since the scales of justice stand at five successes to four failures, Oakfoot reaches out his uh, tree-ish hand, and sure enough, green magic flows into Vata Bosek, and the poison seeps out of his wound, and he recovers. Uh, Thank you, detectives. I, I owe you my life. And then he passes out. You're welcome. <laughs> We're taking you back to jail. You know that, right? Okay. <laughs> he is unconscious. He's yeah. unconscious. But hey, yeah, yeah we we all look at each other. It's like, yeah, we're taking him back to jail. Yeah, we're taking him back to jail. Yeah, oh, he's definitely he's got to go to he's got to go to jail. Uh, so you've captured the red Fletcher once again. <laughs> Excellently done. <laughs> we, Side we objective. High five each other. We're like, I guess victory lap. <laughs> Durango comes running over. Is that the? Is that a red Fletcher? How, what? Yeah. This is a banner day. Right. Oh, great. Um, and we'll jump back to the trial, and it's sure enough, guilty on all counts. Madeline Grand is oh. going to Abracatraz. Bomb from which no one uh, has a, ever escaped, except that from one time. Tons of people escaped, including the Red Fledger, but... Uh, At least once. That, but only that, that, that one time. Twice, so twice times, yeah, twice oh, times. God, okay, times. so there's been a cu- just a couple of... T- couple. It is definitely the best prison that, that some people have escaped from a few times. Uh, so yes, you, you you banish Madeline Grand to uh, to the the magical high security prison of Abracatraz, and uh, once more, I think, with much more confidence and much more optimism, we hear a familiar voice booming out across the the still glittering streets of Lanarkana. Yes, good morning. The sun rises again over our fine city. Lan Arcanum, I'm Skip Skyseeker, your Nowsayer 5, with your citywide update. The last few days have been a flurry of activity. After Madeline Grand was arrested by a handful of determined citizens, the people of Lan Arcanum have been out in the streets, demanding to know why the magistrate did nothing to stop Miss Grand. Magistrate officials delivered a brief statement, quote, the Brightbots had several obvious weaknesses, so we knew the citizens of Lan Arcanum would figure it out, which you did. You're welcome. Oh, I really hate repeating those official statements. Well, yes, the city is returning to normal, and that means the wrap-up of the mayoral election. It has been noted that those convicted of second-degree or higher crimes cannot serve as mayor, which means that only one qualified candidate remains. Lan Arcanum, it is my pleasure to announce our new mayor. Mayor Francine Letharge. Mayor Letharge issued a brief statement of her own. Quote, I don't know how long this position will last, but I'll do my best. Also, if anyone needs any coffee or copies, just let me know. Believe me, I'm saving you some time. It was delivered in a much slower cadence. Mayor Letharge has not yet reestablished any of Lan Arcanum's former police agencies, and many are calling for an end to the Special Visions Unit and other departments that rely on visions to operate. At the forefront of these protests are those who were preemptively arrested under the auspices of the so-called Bureau of Urban Temporal and Telepathic Security. Seriously, think about the, al- the acronym there. Including former Black Inquisitor Roth Badman. 
And if I can editorialize for a moment, and I will, while I appreciate our brave officers, there may be some merit to opposing police dependence on magical visions to enforce the law. Lanarkanum has been through a lot, and it may take time for the city to evolve. I know that whatever awaits us will make us stronger and more united than ever before. I'm Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5, and that's all the news that's fit to shout. Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives next time for another exciting adventure in Lan Arcanum. Visit us at dndsvu.rpg.academy. Our whole crew can be found on Twitter. Scott is at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey is at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Clara is at A-L-O underscore S-E-D-A-1. Marty is at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young is at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. Or tell a friend about the show. Thanks.